Good morning, everyone. It's Jamie from It's Time to Rise. Welcome back to our programming Sunday morning. So we've been speaking about urban economic development, the grassroots efforts to really take a look at a strategic and tactical look at a city that is in ruins and being able to have or develop a meeting of the minds to construct a unified mindset to be able to repair the city and build it up stronger and better than what it is before. Told you that my passion is urban economic development because it's such a unique facet of um, economy. There's such diversity within urban economic development and particularly or specifically speaking, it's about personal development and business development. When we're able to define the community, we are able to see that the community has multiple perspectives or multiple dimensions, houses, homes, business corporations, small businesses, people, government leadership. And without a unified mindset or a unified vision that supports the greater good of all, we see that you will have the disparities within the community that could offset the balance of or that could offset a balanced community. If you go through suburban areas, many suburban areas are on the same playing field, whether it is at the medium um, or the median, I should say, or moderate median income line, where it goes from a range that is at mid-level and does not fall below with the exception of the few. And that could be single parent households, or that could be the elderly, which that community would support then this type of family, this type of family, so that they're able to live in a suburban area. Then we see in the rich or the, the higher end um, communities that they don't fall below a minimal means, which is still on the higher end. The one community that has such a huge gap allotment is the urban community because we have from homelessness all the way up into the wealthy. And there is a big difference in lifestyle, resources, accessibility in one neighborhood. So as I was reviewing last week, just to follow up with this week and make sure that we stay on target, one thing that stood out in particular was having a mindset of pain that will not allow you to move forward into healing and restoration. And many of many of you might listen to this and hear it as, is she talking to me about me or is she talking to me about the city? I want you to grasp this concept. If I ever talk to you about the city, I'm talking to you about you. If I ever talk to you about you, I'm talking to you about how you are in the city. When you have the understanding that people who build a city, they are people that have a mindset to build a city, to build a community, to build a business to build a family, to build government representation. The individual must be built first. 
So yes, this message is going to be what I call on um, how I deliver the message. This is a bifurcated word. I used to work at Newark Beth Israel Medical Center in the cardiac cath lab. I managed the cath lab from a non-clinical perspective, but touched in multiple areas of clinical, non-clinical, social work, case management, finance, um, you name it, outreach, education. I was the octopus of that department. But I understood that as the octopus has tentacles, it comes all to the head, When it comes to the head, as the head acts, the body will follow. As the head sends out the, you know, the message to each tentacle to grab or to to press on, it will do so. I'm speaking to you about a mindset of an individual of a in a community that could affect a whole city that could impact revolutionary change. And so, yes, I want to talk today about the pain that won't let you let go to move forward. And I like to really say that it is a veneer that is what we are seeing. So when I talk about the city and I say it's a veneer, yes, aesthetically, there are certain areas that have been cleaned up. Aesthetically, meaning the appearance of a thing, there's areas that have been cleaned up. But how many of you know about dentistry? How many of you know about how they place a veneer on it? Well, when somebody gets veneers, what they do is they shave the tooth down until it's just about, mm, I would call it like a cone-shaped steak, so that it becomes the actual steak for the implant. So your actual tooth is now being worn down by a Dremel to make it a post. And that's what it's called. It's a post. You put the veneer on and you see something so beautiful. You see pearly white teeth and you're like, wow, what a great smile. But what you don't see is the post that is holding up that look. Now, when you can tell you or when you see that that post and you're like, "Okay," now you see the veneer, it's two different things. But how many of you know that a thing is what is at its root. If that post does not have a strong root, the post will fall, the veneer will come out, and you will know that what was at the core of the matter was not strong enough to hold the appearance of a thing. So now when we take a look at this, and we're taking a look at a city who was at ruins and being built up. What I'm simply telling you is that the root must be treated. The root must be tested. Is the root of the city alive or is it dead? Is the root of the matter alive and is it grounded in good ground? Is there a fortification or a system that will not remove or that will not um, be shaken? What is the groundwork like? What is the groundwork like? And when I speak about the groundwork, I'm speaking about the mindset and the heart of every single individual. Many have not moved past an oppressive 
past an oppressive system because they choose to stay in the oppression. Because I'm going to tell you that while it is evident, and I would never tell somebody that the systematic injustices today do not include an agenda to oppress a group of people, I will tell you it is your choice to participate in it or your choice to bow out of their system and create your own. I will tell you that if you don't have the mindset to rise up out of their system, to break the chains out of their system, you will live in demise. And ultimately, that foundation will not be strong enough to be rooted in the change that is necessary because the foundation will be worn out from resentment, from bitterness, from pain, from anger, from hurt, from trauma, unfair, unfair treatment, and the list can go on. And many will sit there and say, but you've never experienced this. You don't look like me. You don't sound like me. You don't know what my parents and my grandparents and their parents have been through. You don't know what it feels like to work and work and work and have somebody else get the opportunity because they knew somebody and they were a different look than I was. You don't know what it feels like. And I'm going to tell you that the devil is a liar because I know what it feels like. But I choose not to participate in the oppressional system and I choose to push past it so that when I go forth, it's not by ball and chain enslaved to a system that is created to make me bitter, to make me resentful, to make me hateful and to be dependent upon a system of systematic slavery. And I go forward, I'm going forward in the liberty and the freedom and the limitness of God that God has given me because to each one, he has given talents. Some gotten one, some gotten five, and some have gotten 10. But I will tell you that if you are like the one with the one who says, I'm just going to bury it and put it away. Because I don't want them to take it. I don't want them. I don't want to lose it. I'm, I'm not going to give them that because they don't need that. They don't deserve that. That is the mindset that will leave you in a place of restriction. A place of poverty to perpetuate a generational cycle that should have been broken long before you got here. But the reason why it wasn't broken is because somebody before you and somebody before them and somebody before them did not change their mind. And that is the truth. I am pushing you today to change your mind because I'm going to tell you right now, I have a, what's I call, um, and I'm not even going to call it a side hustle. I have a business and I'm going to be straight up with you. I was homeless living on the streets of Newark in Penn station. And no, I didn't go for welfare. No, I don't participate in the systems that I don't believe in. And when God brought me out about a year and some change after being brought out, a woman came up to me and said she wanted to give me an opportunity and she did. 
and I'm not going to talk about that on this particular subject, but when I thought about investments, when I thought about what I saw, I took a walk down Broad Street and it was early in the morning before Nobles opened and there was a gentleman saying, yo, my man, how much are those? How much are those right there? And he's pointing at the fresh, crispy flights in the window, the sneakers. And the guy said a certain price. And he goes, well, what about those? And then he said another price. The one that my ear heard when he said the third time, and what about those? He goes, and those are $160. And I said, for what? And I kept walking. <laughs> I said, $160 for what? To put what? And then it started to click. This is the veneer that I'm talking about. This is what I want to show you. You see, so many times people will cover up their pain. They will cover up the emptiness that is on the inside. They will cover up what they are not with things that would make them seemingly so what they portray themselves to be. They cover themselves up like a veneer. They put on the new tooth. They put on that look. But underneath that look is a post that was shaved down and destroyed. It is a post that may or may not be able to be fortified in the ground in which it is planted. Because truth be told, if you look at it, you don't know what condition it is. Those sneakers are a veneer. Those eyelashes that could reach out and high five somebody is a veneer and they cost between 50 and $100. Those weaves are a veneer. Those name brand clothes are a veneer. And you've fallen into the trap of making the wrong investment. You've come to a place where the root has taught you self-hate. You've come to a place where the groundwork has fed you self-hate, inferiority, low self-esteem. You've come to a place where what was instilled in you is the hate, the rage, the anger, the hurt, and the pain of the past. But nobody talked about liberating you for the future. Nobody talked about you being healed and restored for the future. Nobody talked to you about making the investment in the personal content of your character for the future. I told you about people who live in a bubble last week. And then you're like, well, Jamie, when you talk about those who live in a bubble, those are those parents that are overly protective, the hover rounds, right? And I said, yes, but it depends on what was blown into that bubble. The bubble is nothing more than breath and an agent. What was blown into you to create the veneer that you are seemingly something which you are not on the inside? What words were spoken over you? Are you healed? Are you at a resolve where you know that you don't have to live in the limitations of burying your talents, living beneath your means, succumbing to an oppressive system? Or are you participating in it unknowingly? Are you being puppeteered by it unknowingly? 
is somebody from the top pulling the Pinocchio cord so that your arms and move in the character in which they have called you knowingly and unknowingly. I want to challenge you today because when we talk about urban economic development, we talk about a character composite and everyone has played a role whether it was building something or whether it was destroying something. And that role was clearly defined by what was written. And some people came in and rewrote the play according to their perspective. Have you ever heard there are three sides to every story? Yours, mine, and the truth. And the truth is that the role that was written for you by the truth was never to be impoverished. It was never to be slinging K on the street. It was never for you to be the rubber band man and to sling dope, crack, and kill your own people. That was not the story that was written for many. The story that was written was not for you to be a gang leader, but was for you to be a government leader. It wasn't for you to be a drug dealer. It was for you to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't for you to be a prostitute. It was for you to build an empire of a business. It wasn't for you to be a single parent left on the streets. It was for you to have a family. And one that would be so enriching that you would grow a generation that would be so successful to leave a legacy. Those were the stories that were written for you from the very foundation of this earth. Because God did not create you to suffer in a life that he didn't want you to live in the first place. But everybody has a choice. Every place is created by the choices that people make. We live in a day where people make choices whether or not other individuals have to succumb to vaccines and testings. We live in a time and an era where there's government that are making choices for us based on the narrative that they have written, based on the demonstration and the perspective in which is visible to the naked eye, but none have made Choices based on what the story was written from the very foundations of this earth. And I'm telling you, until you get in contact with the one who wrote your story, you will live under puppeteership of other people who are only going to allow you to move and navigate based on where they think you should go. I'm telling you right now, that many are fighting a good fight, but you're fighting it wrong. You want to come against a system without changing your heart and your mind, you will fall. And that is the truth. Many don't want to look at it from another perspective because if they had to, it would humble themselves and would take and they would have to take responsibility and accountability for a time and a place where they have acted in accordance to what they have been called. And that is the truth.
And I'm here to press on that button today so that you make that change. Because the fact remains that if I look in the mouth of a veneer or that is encased by veneers, I know where the weakest part is. And so when I come in to cause a stunner, I'm going for the weakest areas. And guess what, baby? That veneer is going to come off. Have you looked at the strategic positioning of the people to become the posts of the city? Have you looked at your mindset and your heart in a way to see if it is fortified enough to become a post for the city? What do I mean by becoming a post for the city? I simply mean that you have to become a strong post so you don't get knocked down. You can't get knocked down now. There are people who've paved ways, paved ways out of no ways to fight for liberties and freedoms that others take for granted today. There are many that have lost their lives in the fight for the civil rights civil rise, civil rights movement, just so that you didn't experience, experience the injustices that were once experienced by the generations ahead. They did not fight for people to be put beneath again. But once again, I want to tell you that if you don't go back to the basic instructions before leaving this earth, you will not see what is happening and what is coming. We see in the Bible that there are many of instances where the Israelites, they rose and they fell. They rose by the mighty hand of God's awesome power, but then succumbed to the worldly ways and they fell. And when they postured themselves at a place of repentance, they rose again. I'm telling you to rise again before it is too late. Rise again before the city gets taken away from you. And that is the truth. I can look at it from both sides of the coins and say economic development gentrification because the truth is that somebody who is not healed somebody who is in pain will see gentrification and i'm not going to say that it is not gentrification people have experienced the wrong things to see it the right way sometimes and we can see when something is happening right in front of our faces because we've experienced certain things that were just like, whoa, there was no wool over the eyes in this situation. But I dare tell you that if you start to look at a city in the areas of economic development, you will structure your mind towards investments as opposed to the veneer. And that is the truth. You have a city that is waiting for investments, but you'd rather look at the veneer. I'm telling you right now that this is the time to change your mindset, to start to look at things strategically, 
from an economic development perspective so that you can enter the arena and play the game. Because when you get into the game of monopoly, when you get into that game and that arena, then you will know who controls the banks. And that is the truth. You will know who controls the gates to the city. You will know how the decisions are made. And you will become a majority and a voice in those decisions. Take a look around until you stop fighting what is trying to change you. You will not change, but allow the agitation to change you. Allow the agitation to disrupt the system that you were in to be the friction that will fray that chain that is keeping you bound to an old way. Allow that pressure to push you to the very next level so that you get to rise up out of this place. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But the true test of a man's character is not what he say he will not what he says he will do, but what he does in the time of adversity. Will you stand or will you run away? Will you stand or will you run away? And I tell you that if you choose to stand, it's about how you stand, not if you stand. So this is a time in an hour where I'm telling you, you're going to have to make a strong decision. You're going to have to make a decision. And that decision is going to be determined by the content of your character because you cannot make a decision that you cannot live with. So I'm going to ask you again. Do you choose to rise or stay the same? So I'm going to leave that word with you because I know that it's going to hit many of you in the posture of your heart and in your mind. And I know that God is not leaving you in a situation where you depreciate in value. As you are living and continuing to exist, you are should be you should be continuing to evolve. And evolution means that there's continued life. And continued life means increasing value. So I ask you this, do you value your life? Are you going to increase in value or are you going to depreciate? Are you going to increase or are you going to simply wither away? And what kind of legacy does that lead for the people that are behind you? Make that choice. Make the right choice and one that you could live with. Because the fact is any choice that you make, you will have to live with it. And that is going to be the close for today's program. I would just like to tell you that um, It's Time to Rise is the radio broadcast for Revolutionary Radio. I could also, um, you could join us on Facebook under Jamie, J-A-M-I-T, J-A-M-I-E, excuse me, O-R-T-I-Z, where the word is given daily. Um, we do have things called Mind Shift Minute, which is personal development, Saturday morning counseling, uh, truth bombs. We have Friday night fire where the word is delivered. I mean, it is the fire of God. 
And we also have um, our weekly services, which are hosted by Agape Family Worship Center under the leadership of Dr. Lawrence Powell, which is posted to the Facebook page, or you can go on their Facebook page, Agape Family Worship Center. So I wish you a wonderful week. And I pray that these words have ministered to your core, that this week you make that decision. Can you live with the decisions that you have to make? And once you've made that decision, how do you stand in it? So this is it's time to rise. And I thank you. And I'll see you guys next week.